Welcome to Behold, a podcast for women longing to live a life worthy of the call they have received. I'm Christy Horsch, and this is episode 28. Hello, ladies. Welcome to episode 28. I am so glad that you are here. Thank you so much for joining me. Today, we are going to talk about our past. And I would just like, I'd like to start with a quote. I'd like to say that the only difference between the saint and the sinner is every saint has a past and every sinner has a future. And we've all heard that quote before. And I think it's just really hopeful. I think it's a hopeful thing because it allows us to see that even those who are saints had a past. They had a past that maybe wasn't always pleasant or beautiful. And they still made it. They still made it to heaven. And it also lets us see that us as sinners, we still have a future. We have a future to do better, to be more intentional, to manage our minds, to get get some things right. And so in life coaching, in the life coaching that I do, we are very, this mindset life coaching, we are very present and future focused, okay? We look a lot at living in this moment and then looking at our future and living up to our future of what we want our future to be. And today though, however, we are going to shift a little bit into our past. And we're gonna talk about how changing your thoughts around your past can actually help boost you and catapult you into that future that you really desire. But let's start with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, thank you so much. Thank you for the gift of this community of Behold. Thank you for bringing us together so that we can learn this work, this work of taking our thoughts captive and turning them towards you. Help us to learn to trust you in all the circumstances of our lives. Help us to lean on you and help us to remember that the Holy Spirit lives inside of us so we are capable of all things through you. We ask this in Jesus' name, amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. All right, before we really dive into past, past is kind of a tricky topic. And so I just want to start by acknowledging that some of you have some real traumas, have had some real suffering in your lives and in the past, and awful things have happened. And when I talk about having a new view of the past, I am definitely not dismissing what has happened to you. And it can take a long time to process through past traumas. And there are forms of therapy that are very focused, past focused for this reason, so that you can work through and and heal those wounds. And these are some, and you know, there's also post-traumatic stress disorder. This is a real thing, real condition, and therapeutic supports are often needed and they are a good thing. Life Life coaching tools should never, are never meant to replace therapy. They are never meant to replace those other tools that God has put in your life. Life coaching, definitely, they can enhance and enhance and complement those, but they're not meant to replace them. And so if you have some of those past traumas, these tools can help, but these tools are not meant to replace those. If there are some things that you're processing and work working through, that needs to come first. Okay? All right. So with that being said, Life coaching is very present focused. And in episode 19 of Behold, we talked all about living in the moment. 
and we touched on the fact that we have a tendency to live in the past or in the future or in just a state of confusion. And so today we're going to just really deep dive or take a little bit deeper dive into that idea of our past, of looking at our past. And so first I would like to say that your past is over. Yes, it's happened. And all you have now is the memory of that past. Memories are formed from our thoughts of the experience. And so they're based, what they're really based on is our perspective. And this is why siblings can have different memories of the same event. Even though they were in the same house with the same parents, they share parts of their DNA, and they still have very different memories of some things. And it's really because of, it's because of that um, perspective. It's that perspective that they've had on it. And so your past is really that story. It's that story that you're telling yourself about the events that have happened to you. Okay, about the circumstances that were in your past. And we're rarely objective about our past. And I'm not saying this to change that or to say you have to be you know, clinical and objective about your past. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying so that you'll recognize it. Because sometimes, so for example, recognizing that when you were in seventh grade and that girl dumped your books in the middle of the hall and whenever you think about that, you have this perspective and you've had this perspective all, all these years. You remember how embarrassed you felt and how awful and humiliating that moment was. And all these years later, you've had this perspective that that other girl, that other girl, she was, she hated you and she was so cruel. But maybe she has a totally different perspective of the event. Maybe she remembers the event too. And maybe... To her, she's seeing that she really hated herself and she thought it was the only way that other people would like her. And so she did it and there was never a day that she didn't feel bad about it afterwards. Now, having that perspective, having that perspective, we kind of feel sorry for her. Even though she did do this, you know, doesn't mean that we're condoning what she did. But we do have a little bit of compassion for her. And that opens us up to be able to forgive her if we haven't. And a lot of times forgiveness can help us move past some of those small traumas. It's kind of a watered down example, but you get the idea that by changing your perspective, it can kind of change the way that you feel about it and change the memory altogether. Or change the way that you show up to that memory. Change the way that you feel about that memory. So I'm going to tell you a story and I'm going to tell you a story about two imaginary boys. One boy grew up with a mom who was really abusive and his dad didn't want to deal with it. And so he had completely checked out. The boy was mostly alone or just kind of taking the brunt of the negative things going on at home. And when he was at school, he got reprimanded frequently for attention seeking behaviors. In high school, he had girlfriends that broke his heart in really painful ways. But, you know, despite everything, he worked really hard and managed to get a good job and has a family. The other boy grew up in an environment that prompted, that promoted independence and problem solving from a young age. His parents did the best they were able. This boy had confidence that he could handle anything and pursued his passion single-mindedly. 
He had teachers in school that taught him appropriate boundaries and helped him to develop into a young man of integrity and respect. In high school, he had some relationships that didn't work out, but from those he learned what he, what he was and wasn't looking for in a wife. When he met his future wife, he was able to recognize how special she was because of this and was willing to persevere in their relationship when things were hard. Because he was passionate and independent, he was able to work hard, get a good job, and has a family. Think about these two men. Think about how different their stories are. Or are they? They're actually the same man. It's just a matter of perspective. When you choose to look through the first lens, that lens where that lens is very painful. Okay, he's going and he's going to feel that pain when he thinks of it from that perspective. When he looks at it with the second perspective, he's going to really feel confident that God used those bad things that happened in his life for good. And we can do this too. We can process our feelings about our past and then after we've stopped resisting and felt those feelings, we can come to a place where we reword our thoughts about our past. When we've had struggles in our past, we don't have to continue to struggle with them. If your boss fired you five years ago and you found a new job, but every time you drive past the old company on your way to your new job, you become blindly angry about how unfair it was that, how unfair it was. And you get just so worked up and so angry in that situation, you're giving your old boss, you're giving her past actions power over you. You're allowing her past actions to torture you over and over again. Why? It's because you're thinking thoughts that keep you in pain and angry. Instead, try to do a thought download. So pull out a blank sheet of paper and write down everything you could think in this situation about your past boss, about what happened between you when she fired you unjustly. Write down all the thoughts and then just get really curious about what you wrote. Identify what's true and what's not true and what might be true and get really curious about each one of those, what you want to keep and what you want to let go. And it might be true. Yes, your boss did fire you, but it also might be true that your new job is better. Or maybe it isn't better, but in this new job, you've made some really good friends. Or maybe neither of those things have happened, but you can see how God has helped you to grow in virtue through this situation. Now, in some situations, you may not want to change the story. You may not want to change your feelings. You might want to be sad. And that's okay. That's okay. Think about if you had a loved one who passed away. And you might want to feel sad when you think about that. There's nothing wrong with that. Just own it. Most of us resist those negative emotions. It's almost like we feel bad about feeling bad. Our life is 50-50. Some of the times we're going to feel positive. 50% of the time we're going to feel negative. So instead, instead when of trying to fight it and push it down, when those feelings, negative feelings, when that sadness comes up, when you think about that loved one, Tell yourself, it's okay. I miss her. I choose to feel that loss, that sadness that comes with that. And that's okay. And when you let yourself to start to feel, it's so much easier to start to process, to let yourself heal. Especially when you take the agency and you say, I am choosing this. I'm choosing to feel this way. 
When we look at our past, especially the bad things, it is an exercise in trust. Is God said, who is God who he says he is? Yes. God is who he says he is. And he says that he will use all things for good. So when we look at our lives from this perspective, our brain is going to start to find the evidence. The evidence that God has been working through these things and bringing us good. We're going to start to notice all the rainbows. Finally, we have to stop fighting our past. Our past has happened. It's done. We need to accept it. Many of us think that by not accepting it, it can somehow change. That's simply not the reality of things. Many of us spin in regret. Regret's an indulgent emotion, and it rarely serves us. Instead of arguing with ourselves, we can accept that what has happened has happened. We've done something, someone else has done something to us, the world has done something to us. We really, we just can't change it. We can, but we can accept it. And this does not mean that we like it. And this does not mean that we condone it. It just means that we acknowledge that this is where we have been. This is where we have been. So remember, our brain loves those deep grooves, those deep grooves of things that we think over and over. And if we argue with ourselves over the reality of the past, we are much more likely to argue ourselves over our future. I'm always telling you to dream big or to dream small, to just find that dream, that thing to go for. But if your brain is wired to argue with you over the reality of your past, it's also going to argue with you over the reality of that future that future that you really want for yourself. Instead, if you teach your brain to accept that the past is reality, it will begin to accept that the future you have planned, that future full of your dreams, is a reality too. And if we can accept the future God is calling us to as reality, then we're going to live our lives worthy of the call we have received. Past is a difficult topic. So I want you to take some time this week to bring this to the Lord in prayer. Come to group coaching if you're in Beckend and bring this up too. Go to your journal or to a friend or your husband. Don't shove it down. Feel those feelings. Process them and decide what that story of your past is going to sound like to you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm Christy Horsch. Have a blessed day.